0: Welcome to the Headache Doctor podcast. I'm Dr. Taves, and it's my mission to empower everyone with headaches and migraines to break free from a life of fear and dependence and thrive in everything you do. And uh, again, on today's podcast, I have Dr. Storzbach with me, and we're going to have a conversation about rebound headaches. Thanks again for joining me, Dr. Storzbach.
1: Yeah, thanks for being here.
0: Yeah. So what we are going to talk about stems from uh, actually someone that we saw this week, obviously, I'm going to keep their name anonymous, but the, the patient is, is someone who, uh, this is actually not uncommon for uh, the type of patients we see, but um, this patient has had years and years, decades worth of headaches and uh, currently is dealing with a daily headache. And I have seen the patient for, I, I believe, three visits, maybe four visits, and the patient will find relief. And well, let, let's just call the let's just call the patient Bob. So Bob will find relief the day of the session. So I, I'll work on Bob's neck. Bob's neck will feel a little bit looser, and his headache will drop from maybe a, a four down to a zero. It might it might be gone, but then the next day it pops back up. And so Doctor Storzbach and I were chatting with Bob, and Bob uh, was telling us that he has been. Taking um, actually a bipolar medication uh, for years and years.
1: Um, I think you said about twelve years. Yeah,
0: twelve years, and so we we started to consider that as his headache might be influenced by this chronic medication use, and so what we did was sort of dive into rebound headaches, and because we want to know how is this affecting our patients. And we found some really interesting things that we want to share with you guys because there's actually a shocking number of patients that may be dealing with this type of problem where your neck is the source medication is involved and the medication kind of takes over and is like actually causing headaches now which is kind of ironic Um, but this is going to be helpful information for you the listener because especially if you're taking daily medications or chronic medication use of any time ty- of any type, then then you need to stay tuned. If you know of someone that's that has headaches or migraines, then stay tuned because this is probably something that's going to be helpful for them. So um, for the sake of helping Bob and for the sake of helping you, let's dive into it. So the first thing we want to talk about is just definitions. What is a rebound headache? Go ahead, Dr. Storzbach.
1: Yeah, so in the medical community, it's also called MOH, or medication overuse headaches. Um, You're basically diagnosed with this if um, you have technically 15 or more headache days a month, and you're also taking regularly some kind of medication. Um, That's kind of just the base diagnosis for that.
0: Okay, so it was 15
1: 15 or more days a month. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and then you're taking...
1: Um, Medication and... Technically, um, they say if you're reaching for over-the-counter like Tylenol or ibuprofen, um, three or more days a week, you could be in this category. You're probably in this category. And if you're taking a heavier, uh, maybe prescription med like triptans, you know, Imitrex, ergots, opioids, um, that sort of thing, um, you and that has to be only two days or more a week. You're also in this group.
0: Wow. Okay. So that sounds like just about everyone we see. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. So those of you listening, I, I'm, I'm curious to know how many of you fall into that category. Um, and I'm sure it's a high percentage. Occasionally, we have patients come in that are like, you know, I don't take any medication. I don't want to take medication. Medication is, it makes me feel groggy. I have side effects. Um, but for the most part, patients are at least reaching over the counter for some medication. You said at least two to three times a week. Yep. Yeah. So that's remarkable. So there, there's a large portion of people that are in this category. Actually, we have a percentage on that. What...
1: Yeah. The last article I read that came out recently in 2020 said they um, think about 32% of chronic migraine sufferers are actually just having rebound headaches from their medication.
0: Wow. Okay. So rebound headaches. Um, that's actually great news because uh, if the medication is the source of your rebound headache and there's over 30% of people, migraine sufferers that are dealing with this, um, then we have a solution. So even the, the most challenging patients we have, I think this is something that sort of complicates their plan of care here at the clinic, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about in a little bit of how we problem solve that. But why is this happening? Why do people that are taking this medication that's supposed to help for headaches and migraines, mm-hmm. why is it actually giving them headaches?
1: Uh, So there's, it's interesting, the actual mechanism is not well understood. There's a hypothesis out there that um, basically just overusing certain types of medications increases your like neuronal hyperexcitability in the brain, which then produces both central and peripheral sensitization. Honestly, those are very fancy (laughs) medical terms for just saying that you are now more sensitive to pain and your pain threshold has been lowered because of these medications.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, our pain threshold's lower. I talk about threshold all the time. So that's like consistent with um, with what we've discussed on this podcast. So that means the source of the pain is still coming from the neck, but your uh, your experience with headaches and migraines is actually lower, that, that's the hypothesis behind it. So it's not mm-hmm. like we're saying for sure, it's just this is kind of the that, theory. Yeah,
1: that's kind of one theory. The other theory is actually just a withdrawal effect. So you know, you're taking this enough that your body has built up a tolerance to it and then you have a, a headache, you take a med, it helps just for a short term and then the medication wears off quickly, you immediately go back to a headache so then you reach for it again and it just puts you in a cycle.
0: Yeah. So that's actually something with, with Bob that we were experiencing. And I've heard this over and over again from patients where they'll attempt to go off of their medication, their headache or migraine will get worse, and then they'll go back to it assuming that the medication was helping mm-hmm. when really it could have just been this withdrawal sort of experience um, after they stopped taking the medication
1: hmm Yeah. And it's interesting because with his story, you know, he said, oh yeah, I tried to come off of that. Even my neuro- neurologist recommended it several years ago and I just stopped taking it. And he said, I think he just abruptly stopped for like three or four days. I had terrible migraines and then had to go quote unquote back to it. I was very surprised that a doctor would let someone come off a medication like that without tapering it down first. You know, obviously things like over the counter, ibuprofen Tylenol do not need to be weaned, but most prescription medications, especially um, opioids, triptans, um, antidepressants, um, and I don't know how exactly to say this, butal, I don't even know how to say that. But anyway, um, different medications really need to be um, tapered slowly and probably monitored by a doctor. Otherwise, you can have withdrawal symptoms such as even sweating, nausea, vomiting, body aches, anxiety, irritability, and even with some meds, um, seizures.
0: Yeah. So what are some of the, um, you you list, you went through a list of medications there
1: Um,
0: and we have, so we've, we've almost covered all of the medications, like uh, at least the big ones. Um, Are there medications that people should know are more likely to cause this? Are there ones that are less likely if they're thinking, Hey, I'm on this medication. Should I talk to my doctor about a different one? Did you find anything like that?
1: I didn't find anything too specific other than definitely opioids are heavy hitters. Um, the tryptans, which is very common, like the imitrex, um, and then again, antidepressants like Amitriptyline are all things that um, are probably more likely. And again, it takes less of those to become in this category um, and then also need to be tapered slowly because they're more potent.
0: Yeah. Okay. So we. We have a scenario where just like Bob, you're listening at home and you're thinking, okay, I'm on this medication um, and I've been on it for X number of years or I take it this many times a week, I probably fall into this category. How do I know if I'm having a withdrawal headache, if I'm having having a headache from the neck, if I'm having a rebound headache? How do, you, how do we distinguish those? Is there a way to flesh that out?
1: Yeah, so there are definitely warning signs, um, potentially, that put you more in this category. One, um, the big one that I read about initially was um, you're, you have a headache upon wakening in the morning, um, and, so, and that is characteristic of a lot of our patients. Some of that is sleeping position, and again, definitely neck, um, and is present upon awakening. Um, Some other characteristics is that the pain sometimes can feel more spread out than maybe your general like one sided, very specific migraine. Um, You know, the other thing they said is if you've just been taking the medicine and you actually feel like it's not really working, but you're still taking it because you've been prescribed it. um, And then also if you've taken something just even more than two days in a row that like, again, you have that withdrawal effect of you've taken it. It helps for a short bit it comes back and you have to take it a second day right right away again
0: okay so we have headaches in the morning mm-hmm. uh, and then we have more of a, a general pain than a specific presentation hmm okay yeah and honestly that was Bob's sort of exact presentation mm-hmm. uh, pain kind of all over and the morning was when it was the worst mm-hmm. and uh, and the work that we did the day before would kind of reset and that morning it would, it would pop back up. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's very, like I, I, in my experience with treating headaches and migraines, um, I would say that that is consistent with those patients that are sort of challenging to treat. And that, and that's mm-hmm. the, the medication that we need to kind of wean off of mm-hmm. and get past that withdrawal period. But the the more indescriptive general type pain in the head is typically more challenging to treat. And what is more of a neck issue is that sort of real descript, like one-sided, starts in the neck, wraps up and around the head, pain behind the eye. But if you are someone that has any type of head or facial pain and you're not taking medication, then I, I can almost guarantee that that is a neck issue, especially if it's an ongoing problem that you haven't found a solution to. But this is really interesting. I think this is going to be helpful, impactful for our patients. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially when, when we have those challenging cases where it's just kind of a general pain and, and the pain keeps popping back up. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So how might that affect sort of what we do in the clinic? Um,
1: yeah, so I would obviously say it's just, this is a, just getting to know the patient screening thing. That you really need to dive deep into their story, make sure you're understanding what meds they're taking, how often they're taking them, if they're still effective, and what's the cycle. Do they take them and then it wears off a bit, but then they have to take it again? You know, so to me, it's really about getting getting to know the patient subjectively, and then honestly, for our treatment though, it doesn't really change our hands-on treatment. Right. We will do the exact same thing in a certain way to treat the actual source. But if we can take, you know, not muddy the waters so much with the medication and have them wean off of it, I will actually be able to get a clearer picture of how we can help.
0: Yeah. So someone with rebound headaches who is wondering, well, should I go see, I mean, Dr. Taves, you've told me for the last year to go see someone that can help my neck. And now I might've rebound headaches. Like, should I still go see someone that can help my neck? And the answer is yes. yes. Yeah. (laughs) You have to treat the neck because initially that was the source of pain. Uh, If the medication is lowering your threshold, then you still have to address the source of the problem. And as we wean off of medication, I mean, the initial reason you went on it was to address the neck problem, which was causing heterofacial pain. Exactly. And so if we don't eliminate the underlying source, then we can wean from medication, but it may not be as helpful as when it's partnered with someone that's addressing this neck issue.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So... The answer is yes, you should still seek treatment um, because your neck is is going to be a problem. All right, let's get really practical now. I wanna talk about some alternatives to medication when it comes to lowering your frequency, intensity. Are there other options? Let's say you live out of of state and you can't necessarily seek treatment from us. Maybe you're having a hard time finding someone that does what we do. Can you wean off of these meds because you think you have rebound headaches and find something else to do? What, what would those things be?
1: Well, the first thing I would definitely say is our free virtual discovery visit is a great place to start. You know, you can take a half an hour of your time for free with us um, and we can we can make sure that, you know, we're a fit for you as far as treatment. We can um, also just do v- true virtual appointments where we take you through very specific exercises for your neck um, and shoulder tension that you might be having that can be very effective effective if you do them daily um you know of course just movement is medicine so if you move more generally your headaches can actually get better which is very counterintuitive a lot of times you start to get a headache and you just want to go sit on the couch or you know go lay down i understand that i've done that a lot um but i I would just encourage you to actually you know put some sunglasses on if it's sunny outside and go outside go on a walk um you know, the other thing is just being more body aware of your posture during the day, how you're sitting at your desk, that sort of thing. Um, and then just general exercise, like a consistent exercise program, at least three days a week, can definitely reduce your need for medication.
0: Yeah, so Dr. Storzbach, I'm sitting at home, I have migraines, and this sounds like hypothetically great that I can move, that I can exercise, um, but my every time I get my heart rate up, I have a throbbing, pounding migraine. Mm -hmm. Um, What are some things that that are kind of baby steps or how how do I approach that?
1: Yeah, I mean, first things first is just set really small goals. Um, Honestly, set a goal for a 20-minute walk three days a week and that can be where you start. See how you feel. Um, The other thing I would recommend is like those simple exercises. A lot of them, if you get on like TikTok, um, uh, or follow us, you'll be able to find some really simple daily exercises for your head and neck that might be able to help keep things at bay. Um, and yeah, that's where I would start.
0: Yeah. So what she's talking about there is I have a page on uh, a couple social media platforms called the Headache Doctor. That's uh, basically, yeah. So the Headache Doctor podcast has uh, the Headache Doctor uh, TikTok page, and I believe we have Facebook And so we post or I post um, videos on there of of things to do. So if you have not found that, that's a valuable resource. uh, And that's something that that you should go to and check out. Uh, And so, yeah, the, the idea is baby steps. It's these small things that you do throughout the day that can really have a big impact. Now, doing one day of a walk and sitting more upright and moving and being aware of, of your posture, not sleeping on your stomach, one day like that might not make a dramatic difference, but it's a small drip, drip, drip over time that will uh, that your body will thank you for. And so that's what we want to encourage people: is just to move as much as possible. Understand that your neck is the issue, um, and hopefully that will reduce your body's need for medication. Um, but the ultimate objective is to get anyone with headaches or migraines. Uh, into a clinic that can help them restore mobility to the upper part of the neck because that is the underlying source of pain. And then if the rebound headache is a significant barrier to that, then we want to work potentially with the neurologist or whoever prescribed that medication to start titrating down and weaning off of the medication. And if there is a withdrawal effect, to understand that appropriately and know that that could just be your body's response, and not necessarily telling you that you need to jump back into that medication, mm-hmm. because these medications are changing systems and functions in our body that are that are not natural. It's it's not a natural response to shut off pain or to increase serotonin levels or to block. And so these things eventually need to be stopped, and our body needs to be um, healed in, in a, with a more natural process in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, any last thoughts, Doctor Storzbach?
1: Uh, no, I think we covered most of it. I definitely think this is something that's even kind of new to me trying to um, understand this medication part of it. And so I'm so glad I've been able to do some research and help our patients better.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks again for listening, guys. Again, this is the Headache Doctor podcast, where as always, it's, it's our mission to empower everyone with headaches and migraines to break free from a life of fear and dependence and thrive in everything you do. Stay tuned ne- next week for another great podcast.